this is Till Til Death, Death Do Us Recap. We are here to discuss the week of Group Trip. Group Trip, episode 15. Episode 15, season 12. And I would say after a very arduous season, as I feel that a lot of Mathis fans feel that way, uh, this was what we needed, the entertainment we deserved. It was. There was like the proper amalgamation of drama, but then some cute moments, we've some been, change of scenery. We've been toiling. Toiling. For the last few weeks. Yeah. And it is time <laughs> for all of us to feel the cool spring breeze of Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. <laughs> Jump on a paddleboard. Mm-hmm. Climb a, a, bu- above a noble steed. And <laughs> I was like, where are you going yeah, with that? And just enjoy the fun times ahead. Yeah. So this is great. We're just gonna kind of go through it chronologically since there's it's it's just not like a normal week where we're getting like separate, very separate storylines. It's like they're all glommed together for this. So, I mean, I think we should just jump in and address the fact that before the trip has even begun, on the way to the trip, we have Virginia and Eric getting in a fight where Virginia tells the camera, I think we're going to kill each other about this weekend. And then they get in the car and (laughs) it's just like all hell breaks loose. He says, if we fight, it's not going to be me. I just won't allow it. And then proceeds to start a fight. Right. God, he's such a jerk. I mean, there's not much more to say about this except that, like, it just felt like such a microcosm for all of their issues where, yeah, he's framing every... He always finds a way to absolve himself from responsibility from whatever is about to come out of his mouth. Yeah. And... Like, even that, even the way he said, like, oh, well, I won't allow it. I won't allow fighting on my end. My end. Okay. And then picks a fight by complaining about how she shits on him in front of the cameras. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, she, because she says, you've already been mad at me, like, five times today. Yeah. And then you can tell that that triggers him because he's like, you've outed me. And this is, this is something that I have to say. I'm just, I can never get enough of having like a new secret revealed where we find out that like what we're seeing in front of camera is maybe perhaps drastically different than behind camera. I feel like there's always at least one couple every season that has this, but it takes a while to start picking up on it. For it to come to the surface. Yeah. And we've heard him, like we've heard enough things over the last few weeks that imply that he definitely doesn't want to look bad on camera. Yeah. But he always holds her responsible somehow when it's like she probably wants some of this on camera so that she can have some, like, friggin' proof of his absurdity. For sure. So, yeah, he makes his comment about, like, I don't really like that you're just throwing me under the bus in front of the camera, you always do that. I don't do that to you. I'm just like, yes, you do. And gah, like, why did you sign up for the show? In front of her and also when he, to other people about her. Right. You know. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like so much. There's some stuff he says. Can we just quickly talk about Virginia's packing habits and the need to pack workout clothes and workout shoes on a three-day trip? Um, okay. I'm just saying, he was probably upset because she's stuffing all this thing in. I know that many a time Mm -hmm. workout clothes are brought Mm -hmm. and not used and and i'm just saying we like to have options we like to be aspirational we like to be prepared for any and all possibilities so i don't accept what feels like a ridicule it is not of a those ridicule of us who bring workout clothes on trips that we don't end up using as someone who shares a suitcase with with a person who shall not be named okay. on trips one questions sometimes the decisions of the amount of clothing items being taken, specifically ones that have a 10% probability of being used on said trip. Well, you'd rather be prepared with the extra 10% than be in a situation where you suddenly really want to do something or you are feeling inspired for a completely different look and then you're feeling trapped. I've that's. That's enough for me to never be in that situation again. Fine. So I stand Virginia here. Um, okay. <laughs> so they are just miserable as ever. And they're setting the tone for what I feel like is their experience of the whole thing. Really. Yeah. Other, un- except when they're with others or not with each other. Yeah. Okay. So that happens. And then we go straight to. Well, we see Haley and Jacob. On their way to the mm-hmm. trip, mom has overnighted the bracelet. Right, the back. fabled bracelet. The fabled bracelet the fabled has bracelet been returned. returned. They are driving separately. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, and arrive at different times. Yeah, just so Jacob arrives first. He's like. <laughs> I just think it's so funny how so Haley shows up like I guess 45 minutes later and like she implies through their freaking awkward conversation because she walks into him eating eight fried eggs on a plate in the dining room like all Gaston by himself. The rest Beauty of the, the house is dark. It's like, are you kidding me? And something that she ends up they go back and forth about like well, I texted you and she's like, well, I texted you back and he's like, well, not the last one. And she's like, the last one was when I arrived. So why would I tell you my ETA if I was walking through the door? He tries to make it like, well, you didn't respond to my last one. So that's why I made eight eggs. Even though this mofo knew that because they assigned every couple a meal. They were supposed to be making dinner together. They were supposed to be making dinner together. And she had already shared with him like what the plan was. She made that clear that they have discussed this. And he just acted. He played completely dumb. He... I thought it was just so funny, though, because she says that he basically was saying in the text that he was like very upset to show up and no one be there. He felt like a fool. I'm like, why do you feel like a fool? No one is standing you up, bro. Like you have you're at this like beautiful house all to yourself for 45 minutes and like go enjoy the area. Pick the room you want to sleep in. Yeah. You know, like. 
have fun with it. Also, I just have to say, I know Jacob like intakes a high amount of calories mm-hmm. because he works out. He eats, you know, a lot of meat. Eight eggs before dinner is not a snack. If you're putting down eight <laughs> Wait, eggs. I was under the impression that he ate that I did and not, didn't eat dinner. He didn't. You're right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's even a bigger slap in the face. Yeah. But we're like, used it's to one this thing to It's one thing to... Because like, he doesn't eat anything with anyone. Have a snack. Right. You know, a chips and guac, if you will. A mozzarella stick. A single egg, perhaps. A bagel bite. But <laughs> if you're eating eight eggs and then you just sit at the dinner with a wine glass while everyone else is eating, it's just such a bad look. Especially when you were supposed to have been helping with dinner. So... That's awkward. Haley just starts making a dinner for however, like a huge group all by herself while he just sits and doesn't offer to help. Also, like, I thought it was so tacky that he didn't try and help her with her luggage at all. But I I guess now right now he feels justified to be a complete asshole all the time because of the fabled bracelet. Um, So they make their meal. The couples are coming in. I mean, I did have this thought. So, like, Virginia and Eric get there first, I think. After, After Haley and Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, first. Yeah. So, I just, when they were, like, when they were first all coming together, I was just like, oh, my God. This is going to be the worst weekend ever, actually. And Virginia has the audacity to say, gosh, it's I'm just so excited for this weekend. Like, being around everyone just makes me feel more hopeful and better. And I'm like, based on this first, like, few hours of the night, like, why? Yeah. Why? Like, It was pretty awkward. It was awkward. It was bad. Yeah. So they all get around the table, minus Ryan and Clara, which I was bummed about. And they decide to do the whole, like, everyone. What have we learned? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what have we learned from about the ourselves, time. about everything? Of course, Brianna is like, the great um delegate or what's the person that facilitator? she facilitator yes. like she facilitates the conversation so well make sure everyone gets talking time some people don't want to talk yeah so that yeah her and vincent are like so cute about what they've learned they're talking about how they want to be better people they inspire each other to be better people they're growing together la 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 uh, jacob he would say he hasn't oh, this was learned tense. anything holistically speaking. Holistically speaking. <laughs> holistically speaking, he hasn't really learned anything. Haley's obviously like her eyes bulge and she like jolts and they're like on different sides of the table. And she's like, really? And he's like, what? Do you want to tell me what I learned? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and she's like, I'm just saying. And he's like, Honestly, I just feel she says something about like really in two months of this like accelerated environment, you haven't learned anything. And he's like, honestly, this has just been like one long, bad first date for I me. was <laughs> dying when he said that. And oh. she's like, me too. But I've at least learned things about myself. And he's like, 95%, 97% of it has been challenging for me. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Jacob, we get it. Tell us how you really feel. Oh, they're just, and they're like, it's weird because they're both people that are still a little bit passive in the way that they argue. So yeah. like, it was just like, oh, just the golden gem of awkward uh, like, I was group dying events. at Eric's reaction 
during this dinner because he's like laughing. He doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Like it was very. Yeah, he seemed like he had no idea that this couple was not in a good place, Um, which the only other standout thing for me was when it got to Eric. Oh, and he, he goes back. Yes, and he says, sorry. you know, for me, I've had to be so patient with this one. Oh, like he's talking about a pet or like his 12 year old daughter. This one, this one, he's so condescending. And then he goes into, you know, we've just had very different upbringings, different childhoods. I'm like, here we go again with the trauma blaming. And like, I just, I just can't stand him. I can't. I'm sorry. He has such a superiority complex that like, the hard part is they they both make it almost impossible for you to root for them. And I think that we've both in the last like three to four weeks been surprised by like Eric's behavior is so bad and so manipulative and rude and condescending that we've been like weirdly finding ourselves stumbling into Team Virgin yes. without, you know, even though like half the things she says were like, what? Oh yeah, she keeps testing him and pushing his She buttons. is like totally so we'll get into more of that later when we get to that conversation. But those were the big standouts for me with the group dinner. This I didn't I loved watching it and never ever want to be there. I feel so blessed that I didn't ever oh, have to be there. I like <laughs> I was if I was at this dinner, I'd be on like my third or fourth glass of wine at this point, just sitting <laughs> oh, there yeah. silently while people are going at each other. Oh, uh, yeah. oh it was Definitely. Awkward and it was fun to watch. So yeah, we get the game night. I knew Haley and Jacob were gonna win this game night. Really? I just knew, yeah, because it's always one of those things where that shocked the couple me. Team Harambe. I'm sorry, 2016 called. They want their joke back. This is <laughs> ridiculous, Team Harambe. Okay. Um. Yeah, they won. That was just like, pretty convincingly. It seemed. Well, and I just think it is so funny, like the power of just, okay, so they're like basically publicly validated as a couple because they know more about each other. Like they get the most answers right about each other. Yeah. And you see it change them. Yeah. Jacob's like, like making jokes with people. He's got an open personality. Yeah, he's suddenly being really fun and like everyone's laughing and it's... It's like a different. And, and then, she loves it because they're winning and she's super right. competitive. And like, yeah, her, her husband is actually contributing yeah. to the winning. Yeah. And then I think like, I don't know, you can just almost see like this little sparkle in their eye towards each other. Yeah. Like, wait, we won this game. Maybe we really do know each other. I mean, it's it's strange because obviously like knowing things on its face without any chemistry is still useless yeah yeah but it seems to like at least fuel them through the end of the weekend where like we're not getting we don't get much more drama from them until the departure yeah until yeah so game then we have the girls are making breakfast the next day everyone's getting ready for their Date activities. Yeah. Would Clara and Ryan get there Clara finally? Ryan arrive. Which we have to just address before we even get into the rest of it. Clara, I think that that the meetings with mom, like, have made her do like a total 
what I mean, not 180 because she's been crazy about Ryan, but she's been so frustrated and resentful for a long time. And I feel like all of a sudden we're getting Clara that we're get that we got in unfiltered where you're like, wait, like she's defending everything Ryan does. She's like gushing about them from the get go. Well, one thing I noticed this episode and obviously we're going to be jumping around a little bit because of how this episode yeah. is laid out. I don't feel like she's dwelled or talked about the sex stuff in a while now. Mm. Like, I don't know if something happened and they're just keeping it quiet and they're not they're not like revealing that they have had sex. Oh, you think they have? I'm just saying. No. It seems like the biggest thing on her mind right now is the I love you. Right. And there has been. I can't point to exactly oh. what it was, but we have not talked about it's the sexual like frustration a week. a week or two yeah you don't think they did last week i thought they i thought she's it's brought just it, up, it seems physical. like maybe it's just not being shown no but maybe us, you're but right i hadn't even really, considered this they, she really has not talked about that side and has been very much like team ryan yeah. the only frustration is that she's worried and wants to get the i love you but yeah. other than that the sex is seems like it's t- been taken a back seat i guess i just like for how big of a deal it was. Yeah, I was equating those two things because of what Ryan has already said. But maybe you're right. I think they're private, though. I mean, they've talked. That's like, true. They talked about giving each other a ranking before they met with the experts. Like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And or we assumed that they agreed that they would rank the marriage really well. And oh, they had to right. give their 10 out of 10 or whatever, right, you know, right. And it would not surprise me with how private Ryan seems to be about these types of things if maybe some things went down that we don't know. I don't know. Just a theory. Yeah. Well, I've just, I think, yeah, her whole tone is different and you can just hear it. It's like there's, she has a lot more like hope and excitement. It's like she's letting herself admit how into him she really is. I don't know. I kind of feel feel like mom is clearly, mom and stepdad are so team Ryan that I think that went a long way. And also maybe like realizing that he's the one, one of the few husbands that's like showed up comparatively to all these other guys. So very cute. Let's just get right into their day date. So they do paddle boarding. And is there anything? I mean, she said she wanted this date because she feels like he's on guard at all times. I mean, everything right now is just building. It's like that bachelor energy where we're in the last two weeks and like the fixation obsession now is about the words I love you and like nothing else is verified until those words are said and it's always hard because you like get you get where that person's coming from in that like if they already know they love them they just want to be able to say it so they want to know it's returned and yet you find yourself like geez is it really all just about the words yeah, I mean, one of the interesting things, there wasn't a ton on the paddleboarding date. It was cute to see them kind of like struggle and learn that together. Yeah. It's interesting that you made that reference to The Bachelor because when we were watching the episode, I w- it feels like Ryan thinks that he's The Bachelor <laughs> in a way where, yeah. where all these girls are coming to him, even though it's just Clara and being like, I love you. And he goes, you know, thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, you're not The Bachelor. It's yeah. okay it's if you- It's one person it's, and you're Yeah, (laughs) totally. Well, and like the only thing significant about this is that she clearly wants to loosen him up so that when they get to the romantic part right after with like 
the snackies and the drinks that he is going to like profess his love after being loosened up on the water. I don't know what her thoughts were, but obviously that didn't happen. It's just so sad because at this point now, every time they get in serious conversation, you can just see it on her eyes. Like her, her face gets very focused and they're just, her eyes are like piercing. Like now is the moment. Now is the moment. And it keeps not coming. Um, And then from there, we get to watch them do the letter exercise, which Mm -hmm. we don't watch every couple do this, but they get back and they were prompted by Dr. Pepper to write each other romantic letters. Mm -hmm. And I think that we were getting very nervous because Ryan, because here Claire is talking about how she has been preparing versions of this letter for the last 24 hours. And he is clearly caught off guard by that. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Uh, and then he finishes fast and then he's looking at his phone and you're just uh, like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Please be good. But, okay, we've got a big question here. So, the, he reads his letter. It's it's great. She's so happy by it. Yeah. You can just tell that this is like maybe the most verbal validation he's given in one focused moment to her. And it's so good for her. She's like welling up with tears. Now, he makes a reference in this letter. She's obviously waiting on the edge of her seat for like an, and this is why I love you. Yes. Or I love you. Or I'm in love I with you. I was waiting for that I too. was too. Uh, I was like, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Now, he doesn't. But he does say, he's he's listing all these great qualities about her. He says, the way that you love me through it, blah, 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 blah. I feel so lucky. And I was like, wait, was that his way of saying, of acknowledging that she loves him? And so maybe the feeling is returned. And then, I mean, okay, then she reads her letter. It's obviously gorgeous. It's like a it's a it's a little more specific. Yeah, she's a, a wordsmith. More, yeah, she's more a little more whatever. Um, and then he's like, I'm glad to hear you feel that way, for sure. <sighs> we don't have a makeout, we don't have an I love you. We have this, but then how confused were we? We both looked at each other. Later in an interview, Clara's like, it's just so amazing to hear that he feels the same way about me. Yeah. I and mean, that she loves me. She's like, and I'm admitted, like, what is she talking about? In her interview, she pretty much said that she's in love. Yeah. But she wants to be there together. I think, I mean, she's waiting for the words. We're waiting for the words. They're coming on decision day. That's just it's mm. it's 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 too close now. I think I could see him still not doing it. Oh, he better do it. We are gonna have words <laughs> if he does not say he loves her on decision day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think he, like that. Just I felt bad for her because I was like, I bet you she's talking about that little line from his letter that was mm. just elusive enough to sort of imply like. You love me and I feel the same. For someone who has strong feelings about the words being loved, he should be very particular and choosy when he decides to use it in a letter like that. Because if it wasn't intended that way, then it's like, "Mm." 
Well, and it's such a weird roundabout way to address yeah. it anyway, which almost makes me feel like you still aren't ready to say it. So you maybe don't think that you love her yet. Yeah. Oh, Clara. I mean, it's just, it is weird. It's, oh, it feels still not crazy. Like, I still have a lot of, I have more faith in this couple every week. Mm -hmm. And I know I could be projecting, but I really think he does love her. And he's just put it on the pedestal. And so he's terrified to say it first. Like, he thinks he's, like, breaking some seal that can never be revoked. And it's like, dude, calm down. Um. So, yeah, that was that for them as on their, like, that was their alone time on the trip. Yeah. And then we have Vincent and Brianna. <laughs> yes, Vincent and Brianna the and the riding. horseback riding. Um, how do we feel? This is how I feel. I don't, th- I mean, his whole thing is about consulting her, uh, consulting him. Consulted. I don't think that this is an activity that warrants a consultation. No. Now, if you are have a fear, uh, like a, a strong fear or phobia of something, like heights, I hate heights, I don't want to be around heights, I literally cannot do heights, and you surprise someone by taking them skydiving, that's a consultation-worthy thing. <laughs> They're going on a very slow horseback trot. It's not even a trot. I don't no, know what they call literally it. Literally a walk. A walk, okay. On the beach... With an instructor, this is a very like normal resorty activity. I think, you know, props to him for doing it, but I think he was making a big deal out of something that really shouldn't have been that big of a deal. I know. My two cents. I mean, the whole okay. I I pretty much agree. I felt bad for him because at the end of the day, people have random. You know, his whole thing is like big animals. There are a lot of people that feel that way. Like I grew up around horses and I'm not scared of them, but people that didn't are very freaked out by their bigness. So like, I get it, but it's like, she told you what she signed you guys up for a full day before. Yeah. You have the day. Like the way that he reacted was just like, he's like, you didn't consult me. And she's like, I'm telling you now that this is what we're doing tomorrow. And I thought it would be fun because it's something we've both never done together. And yeah, Vincent just gets, it's interesting because every time Brianna is in the interview around this, she keeps bringing up Vincent really doesn't like to look embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Vincent does really doesn't like to get surprised. And so that's what was hard for me with this as I was like, okay, so is this like that? Is Vincent being a little butt because he doesn't really know how to do things that he's not going to be immediately great at and he's like too obsessed with looking cool? Or is he actually terrified of the horse? It might have been yeah. a little both. Yeah. I thought the instructor did a phenomenal oh, job on this. I was yeah. like, she, she I, was I mean, like implementing some coming psychology from a teaching, sorts. coaching background. Yeah. The way that she was able to like coax him onto the horse. Yeah. Why don't we just try it Making out? Making a for, small goal. Yes. <laughs> but just like assuming that he would do it. This, she's, yeah. She's totally playing the pause. We're just going to, you're going to get up there for one minute and then we'll go from there, right? Yeah. Right? Was, yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, Great instructor. Yeah. She was out here brilliant. in Hilton Head. Now he, I was like, oh no, this is not cute. This looks bad. You're like kind of picking a weird fight with her about it in the talk before bed the night before. And then when we get out there on the beach and he's like, I'm not going to do it. I was like, no. Well, and then, yeah, it looks cute. (sighs) Like they enjoy themselves. Well, yeah. Once he finally does. Yeah. 
And then he kind of goes back to shitting on yeah, it after. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I was really proud of him that he got on the horse and then he did it. Um, and then, yeah, he still was all like flustered after yeah, when they were, were having their one-on-one. I thought Brianna was being extremely accommodating after. Like, you you just did this thing for me. I appreciate it. Well, let but me say one okay, thing. Go. I was kind of hoping that Brianna was going to make a bigger deal for his sake. Oh, okay. I thought that she could have introed every all the stuff she was saying because I think her fears are valid around like, I want to be with someone who is not going to like not do anything new for the rest of our yeah. lives. Like I'm the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. And I really relate to that and understand like why you would be freaked out if you thought that they weren't. But I feel like the first thing she should have done was emphasize, thank you so much for pushing through your fear and doing that with me. Like really hammered, yeah, the, like hammered the point. That home. was like really awesome. And I know you were scared and that meant a lot to me that you did that. Mm-hmm. She kind of just like, and I don't blame her for how annoyed she felt. I would be annoyed too. But I was just like, you're going straight into this like future tripping about like, what does this say about our future? And are you going to passively being like, are you going to be okay trying new things in our life? And I'm like, I just think that this is a little bit like, I don't know. I yeah, just, I, I wanted her to start by validating for sure. All, literally all. For, That's for it. sure. I'd agree with that. I think she's kind of uses this opportunity to be like, okay, if you want a consultation and you want to be involved in like, I still keep going back to that conversation they had weeks ago about dates and Vinny yeah. came up with all these yeah. extravagant dates that he was into. And that gave me the impression that like he would uh, be into something. Like he this. would be into something like yeah. this. You know, you're on vacation. You're doing something different. I almost wish I had the list of all the things he listed <laughs> on there now. Maybe he just felt stupid because he had to wear a helmet. I don't know. But then, you know, she's kind of trying to suss out, like, okay, what are you into then? Like, would this be okay? Would this be okay? Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, it's, I don't know. They're both, they're, he just, he needs to lighten up. He needs to get over himself. I, one of the things I sensed with this couple during this trip, because mm-hmm. something felt a little off for me, Mm. towards the end with them. Mm -hmm. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Well, I think it has to do with the move conversation. From Crab Dinner, which we'll get into. Okay. I'll table that then. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. Next day date then, we've got Eric in Virginia. Charcuterie beach wind. Windy Beach. Miserable faces. That was just... Squinting in the sun. It was not... It didn't look very... I mean... Nine times out of ten, I'm here for a charcuterie beach activity. Yeah, it was like, I want that date. But wet sand, very But they're blustery. not. <laughs> and they're like miserable. And they're pretty so blustery just, themselves right yeah, now. Yeah, it's just, it wasn't that fun to watch. Uh, I mean, they're just having another heavy ass conversation. Anytime she says, I feel something. He immediately, and rather than take it in for a second and be like, tell me more about that. Or like, what, what am I doing that's making you feel that way? Can you explain it to me? Anything. It's immediately he's in 
well, you make me feel this. Like, that's just always, or like, oh, the fact that you would feel this. It's like, I'm just tired watching this circle. And like, they were talking about the importance of decision day. And even like, well, how important is it to you? Yeah, is what is decision day? I mean, it's just like the way that they kind of. It's like they're constantly putting each other in traps or like constantly testing each other, assuming the worst. And it's like someone will even ask an innocent question and then someone will be like, yeah, well, it it does feel like a big deal or it doesn't. And there's a reason why. And then the other person is like, like triggered by that immediately, no matter what it is, they assume the worst interpretation of whatever they said. Oh, so wait, decision day doesn't mean anything to you. No, well, it does. It's just that it's supposed to be another day. What is it? Is it a day? Is it just I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, they're, I'm tired of listening to those. Conversations I know they're just going they circles and they didn't do. They, we didn't get any letter writing from them. No. Um, so that's their day until we get back to crab dinner night, which Haley and Jacob. Go crab boating. They go crab fishing, which we barely see anything it of, but looked, it seemed fun. It seemed fun. Uh, one thing that, I mean, they got amazing crabs for dinner. Yeah. One little quote that I caught during this. Oh, God. Um, Was... Haley said, I've always had the mindset of just let's just joke around and have fun. And I'm like, really, Haley, that's the mindset you've always had within this relationship with Jacob. Let's just joke around and have fun. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, that it was, was like, on the crab boat. Yeah. Like that was in her little like confessional or maybe it was to him. But well, I was I just think like her point is like. I've always said if we could just focus on having a good time, that's the best lens to get to know each other through. Because I think that they keep getting surprised this weekend. They're getting, they're catching themselves having fun with each other. Yeah. And I think that that keeps happening. And so, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like, that's as if that that's the only problem here. Um, But yeah, I mean, we don't watch them do much, but I was very impressed that they caught enough for dinner. I had no idea that was coming. And we have crab dinner. I just kept thinking, like, is Jacob going to eat this crab or did he also like, did he bring steak? Is he eating on the side? Did he bring cheese filled? A whole carton of eggs for the second dinner. Cheese filled patties, perhaps? (laughs) Uh, We don't know. We will never know. No. Right? And then uh, they do their compliments. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. And this was like, this was another thing. That was a surprise. Like, and they framed the way that Dr. Pepper gave them directions as Dr. Pat Pepper asked us to write a letter to each other saying things we like about them, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, my God, they're not going to be able to do this. This is going to be terrible. No, it went well. It went so well. And I was like, this is. I think one of the first, like, this is the nicest either of them have been to each other. These are the nicest things they have said to each other since the wedding day. And it, as cheesy and silly as it sounds, it really reminded me like, oh, yeah, like, sometimes it can be this simple of a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you just and you take for granted people that are in your space all the time. And you're just like, well, yeah, you know, I think all these things about you. But it's like, and obviously theirs is emphasized, but it sometimes it's just as simple as explicitly putting it in some sentences. Yeah. They were a confusing couple for me this week because yeah. Jacob's b- 
bookend actions Ugh. are baffling to me. Yes. But everything Especially in the middle. Especially the last bookend. But everything in the middle between them looks good. Yeah. But then we're left. I'm like dying to know what happened between these letters and the crab dinner right. and the morning. Because she is so caught off guard when he just bounces. Yeah. She goes to check on him in the morning and he's gone. And he's gone. He left like at the crack of dawn. That was so weird. And I'm like, what is going on here? And he didn't say anything here? to her about yeah, it? Yeah, had no idea. Maybe <sighs> she. Maybe we have another case of like drunken eavesdropping. Like what if she was talking shit on him with the girls again and he heard it? I feel like she there's either something. either had to have been right? something. Because during this episode, I'm like, okay, maybe they're like, a lot more solid than where Virginia and Eric are at mm -hmm. because like they're vibing personalities are shining they're doing fun things and then at the end I'm like is this relationship over right it looks like it's completely over I need to know what happened yeah I'm so confused so confused so at the crab dinner though pre when Haley and Jacob are still in a happy place and it looks oh and like the cooking of the crab dinner actually oh, looks really fun like fun. I want to do that with friends it also looks scary like picking up live creatures with tongs and putting them into water is not something yeah, but just like the that. experience of it of like catching it it just seems cool and fun so a crab genocide sounds like a fun activity <laughs> no, for you well, to like, participate that's in? the thing is the more I just flesh it out the worse it feels but yeah. witnessing it looked like a fun activity okay, okay. Um, fair enough so we have crab dinner and we go we get another fight on our oh. hands and this is where we get the Virginia and Eric Ooh. smile fighting this is something that Eric does on camera and it literally kills me because I think it just makes him seem like way more of a dick yeah and I think he's trying to make himself look like he doesn't care as much or something but it's just like it's heinous. So Ryan, oh, Ryan dropped a bomb on this kitchen table. You could tell everyone went like frozen and was like, uh. <laughs> so Ryan's like, so have you guys all started talking about and planning what comes after decision day? Ryan's like, <laughs> I'm going to break everyone up right now. <laughs> well, he's just so seriously minded, which this is part of what I really appreciated him about him is that like he's just like they're they're all in they've got their future plans they've been moving her shit into his house and I she's loved been making their list. she wanted all of his furniture gone. I loved their list about oh, things that so can good. go and things they that do, can like, a stay draft. yeah <laughs> that was so, so awesome so he presents this you can tell everyone at the table is uncomfortable with this because decision day is like this big point of contention oh, between we... almost everyone else it's very close and everyone is still talking about it in their partnership with each other as if, like, there's a possibility. Like, we don't know what will happen, you know? Yeah. And so for him to be like, let's get into what's after this. I think everybody sort of pooped their pants. And first, okay, so let's, the main thing is Virginia and Eric. And we get back to this, like, really uncomfortable conversation that we still don't fully get the Virginia of it all. But now I think I do in turn. I think it has to do with the cats. Oh, the cats. Oh, the cats. Should like, we talk about the cats now or wait till the Let's after just, the... it can go from okay. here. I mean, I just, I don't know what to do about this. I know what to do. Well, I'm just saying, like, why the fuck? Again, why do I even bother with these questions? But why would the experts match someone 
that has two cats with someone that is allergic to cats. Like that is a really big deal. I, yeah, I, because that's your baby. I mean, here's the thing. She's, she's been living without these cats since the marriage. Yeah. And she's been saying, she brings up that it sucks. I'm not being anti-cat here, but she, (laughs) I think you view cats as lesser than dogs, which isn't really fair. Maybe. Even if I kind of agree with you. Maybe I do. We don't have cats, so we don't really understand. But I imagine the way that passionate cat owners feel about their cat is the same way we feel about our dogs. You're right. Okay. But at this point, Virginia has a small petting zoo (laughs) that moves through her house. Yeah. Okay. And once again... I, I, I it's not about the cats it's about the way that she's going about yeah, handling this yeah. at the end of the day we can talk till it's raining cats and dogs okay, <laughs> okay. But, no 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 <laughs> um but it's no, the way that she handles ridiculous. it but we she don't get says, fully into the cats at this table okay that's what okay all right we need to talk about first and foremost what comes up which is just the base level of where they're going to move she wants to move in with back in with her parent or the mom. No, she her place. She doesn't live with her mom, babe. She has her own place that the lease is up in in January. So it's four months away. OK, they said they made reference four months. So remember, she has her whole weird thing about I don't want to move into your condo because it's yours mm-hmm. and it's not ours. And and my lease isn't up for four more months anyway. And my place has space for all of my animals. And I don't have to worry about you freaking out at me about my cats ruining your condo. And then you, in the meantime, can sell your condo and buy a new one. It's it's a lot to ask. And it's bizarre to me how she's so like, well, this is just it. This is just it. But then the way that Eric reacts definitely makes her dig her heels in with whatever she's saying. Yeah. And I do think it's so hard. It's like, I, I, okay. I think she's being a little bit. Like, I do think she's being weird and unreasonable about this, but I also, it's weird because then it came out, like, I thought it was interesting when Clara kind of stepped in and she's like, okay, so Eric, like, what's a world where, because of course he's making Virginia look like the bad guy. He's like, this is what I have to do with, you know, like, do you see this? Whatever she wants has to be your way. Clara's like, are there any concessions that you could make to make her moving to your condo seem more attractive? And he's like, I told her she can have everything she wants. I told her. And then she's, Virginia's making these like side comments to him, which is like, yeah, you said that. But then every time I bring up something that I would need at the condo, you shut it down. And so you're just like, again, I don't think we're ever getting the full story in front of everyone. Like, and that's what makes me, that's the part that makes me run to Virginia's defense again, because I'm like, I think there's more going on here. Eric wants to look like he's this benevolent freaking partner but, like, I wouldn't be surprised if behind closed doors he's like, no, you can't do this. And, and like, honestly, he seems like he would be a really anal condo, condo owner. Like, <laughs> yeah, all, you I know. Mean, ultimately, this just shows, like, the differences between them. Highlights it even more. Another week. They are so I, not lasting. I, I just think from Virginia's perspective, I agree with you. Like, we have the same views on Eric. But, but how but, she was being in the bed about the cats well, was yeah, ridiculous. That was yeah. But even at this, in general, with the housing, if you are not planning to move into your partner, move in with your partner for with that it, in not the first month or so, yeah, then I don't really think you're 
you, this is one foot in, one foot out again. Yeah. You know, it's one thing, you know, there's overlapping leases and whatever. It's going to be a few weeks, a month maybe of. Yeah, um, you would think she'd be the and, one that would get the And sublet. we're going to be at each other's house. We're going to be spending the night at each other's house most of the time. It's just like the yeah. how we need to move through this. She's just like, I love my place. I thought I was going to be here for the next decade of my life. Yeah, so she's like, not. Yeah, I know she's. Uh, and then when we're in the cat conversation oh, the cat in bed, call. they're clearly drunk, and she's speaking in baby voice. I hated the oh, baby voice. Oh, so bad. I, I wrote that she is totally okay. Once again, she's testing him with yeah. all of these like non-negotiables that she has. Also, we give Eric a lot of yeah. crap for his ultimatum, but she gets she gets. That's just the way it's gonna be. And my cats just yeah. in my crevices, and my cats, and they're here, and that's just what the cats are gonna. Do. Yeah. And <laughs> she's just showing her immaturity here, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, she's very immature. I'm sorry, but I just think like <sighs> this cat thing would be a huge deal if your cats are like your babies, but you just married this man who's telling you that he will like literally struggle to breathe sleeping with she won't even agree to keep the door shut so they can't sleep in the room. And she's like, you don't understand cats, cats, just cats, cats sleep on me. Like you don't even have a choice. And he's like, and then in his Eric way, he's like, oh, you don't have a choice. And then you hate Eric, even though like you totally agree with him here. Yeah. But she's out of her mind. Like, are you kidding me? You want to not even like leave the space where he sleeps so that he doesn't have an allergic reaction every night? Why don't you just sleep with an EpiPen underneath your pillow? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I'm sorry. She, I'm not she saying she like has to idiot. get rid of the cats. No. I'm pro cat, whatever. But <laughs> the cats pro cat. But the <laughs> the cats cannot be in bed with you. No. He's allergic to them. I know. I'm sorry. It's, it's not that like it's not part that of a co- big of a thing to work out. Yeah. The whole thing I was thinking about with that conversation was she's totally picking a fight right now. Yeah. And this is my, this is like the, the now the few weeks theme with like her and she's, you know, like, what are you not going to let, um, let me sleep over at a friend's house? Oh, you're not going to let me have a cat. This is just the way it is. They're both. It's a lot of They're tests. Feeding it's each other. a lot of traps and it's exhausting. To it watch. is exhausting. Um, and he did, sa- he did say something. I can't remember if when it was, but he's like, we have to be the same. We have to be on the same team. And I don't have that right now. And I'm like, okay, Eric, I, I, I don't have that right now. I blah, blah, blah. like, I'm so over you. Yeah. Like, I'm so sick of him acting like the damsel in distress here. Yeah. All of that to say they're both annoying. They're not going to last. Keep now, your lease, Virginia. <laughs> Don't let it. Now to get shift yeah. a little bit. Um, I just want to talk a little bit more about Vincent and Brianna. And I don't like his approach. Here's about what I'm. The apartment. Here's the question I have for you because uh-huh. this couple's been so strong. Yeah. Obviously, the other couple, like Virginia and Eric, are dealing with a completely different thing because yeah. they have so much more yeah. issues in their relationship. Do you think this is a legitimate concern or with Brianna and Vincent, or do you think this is we are getting close to decision day jitters and it's all becoming a lot realer and like, where would you? The house drama itself? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's like a breaking thing, a like make or break, but I do. I wasn't impressed by his method. 
Like the way that he told the group, like he just said it as fact. He was like, yeah, she's moving into my place. And like the look on her face was definitely surprised by that information. Like, wait, we have not decided this as a couple. She clearly has more than one bedroom and it's in the same area. His reasons were all like, he's like, I love my place. It's the best spot. You can walk to all the da da da's. Cool. But like, she has a bigger place and now you have a dog and you apparently want to have kids like tomorrow and she still lives in the same neighborhood. And I just, I do not think that's cool to just say that to the group over like multiple times. He thought he was being cute and funny and getting away with something, but I did not think it was cute. And no. if I was her, I'd be freaking pissed. Yeah. And I could tell that she was when they talked about it after like, hey. Like, which this is my one thing with Brianna. And I think it's just because she's super perceptive and she knows she's with someone very sensitive. But I do think she can beat around the bush a bit. Mm. And I think she does that to, like, avoid him shutting down. Because once he goes into shutdown mode, he's not really reachable. But I'm kind of like, you need to be a little more, like, just say it. Like, I did not like that you told everybody that. Like, I still don't understand why you're just assuming that we would go to your place. And she like kind of like I just I feel like it's not been fully dealt with, but she's afraid to like fully, quote, step on his toes with the most obvious logic, which is that her place makes more sense. Yeah, because she doesn't want him to feel like his like manhood decision making practices are being threatened, especially after she didn't consult with him. The horseback riding. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about them no, in the long me run, but I, I think, think they can figure it out. Yeah. Um, one other small little point. I thought Clara made a really good point at the crab dinner hmm. um, when they were talking about housing and whatnot. She she mentioned that all the women in this group have been single for so long coming yeah. into this. And that's a lot for them to jump from this mm-hmm. single life to just jumping into forever. Yeah. And I think that that explains a lot of the tendency. You know, I I think that's specific to them and it explains a lot of the dynamics within each other's relationship. Totally. And why, when you've been independent that long, why it kind of makes you bristle if some, if your partner is a assuming you're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. And then be like, presenting it as if like that's the only option yeah then you're gonna feel like yeah you know um but not like it's a contest but brianna i think does it like a lot for how long she's been single a lot grace more gracefully oh definitely definitely definitely. she's just a lot more mature as a person um but i feel like it was like a really fun episode but we flowed through it in a different way because they're all together so it's like what it's really just about like what's gonna come up. Oh, I mean, I don't think there's really much more to say on this, but surprise, surprise, Eric and Virginia got in a drunk fight on the first night after everybody went to bed. Remember? Oh, yeah. Because then Virginia was having like a secret girl talk. Yes, a girl, yeah. Ugh, they're just no, they're toxic, dude. Yeah. They're so toxic. They need to break up. Hilton Head looks gorgeous. <laughs> do you want to go to Hilton Head? I do want to go to Hilton Hilton Head. Okay. They have great golf courses at Hilton Head. The PJ Tour was there last week. Hmm. Little Island, South Carolina. It just looks like a magical place. Do you want to come to Hilton Head with me? Sure. Sounds good. It was never on my list, but... <laughs> could be now. I could add it now if you want. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go into my power rankings. Okay. 
This is what I'm doing this this week for power rankings. I am introducing a tie for the first time. I hate ties in power rankings. I gave but... us a tie one week. Oh, you did? On the okay. Instagram. Oh, yeah, that's Remember? right. We yeah, was... you're right. You're right. But we're doing I... a tie? I thought you were doing a swap again. I was going to swap, but after talking about it with you on this pod right now, <laughs> I cannot. We're doing it live, people. I wanted to, I wanted to swap. Last week, we had in fourth place, Virginia and Eric. In third place, Haley Jacob. Then Ryan Clara. Then obviously, Brianna and yeah. Vincent. I was going to swap third and fourth place this week. Yeah. But I cannot elevate Virginia and Eric. No. To yeah. the three spot. Okay. Haley and Jacob, because I'm so baffled about what happened at the end, mm-hmm. and it seems like this relationship is over, they have to be in last. Virginia and Eric yeah. show, regardless of the I love yous, yeah. I just don't think this couple's going to work out. They're a mess. Probably going to get proved wrong somehow. But right now, they've been a mess, and they've been a mess for the last, like, three weeks. Yeah. So they're also last. Okay. DFL. And I would venture to say that, you know how we've talked about in certain weeks, like, Ryan and Clara getting to be in second place has almost felt like too high for them. Like, and you've, we've talked about how Brianna and Vincent are in a tier of their own. Yes. I think Ryan and Clara have really earned this second place spot now. I don't you think? couldn't agree more with you. I don't think we're in separate tiers anymore. We're not. They've earned the two spot. Yeah. Great job, Ryan and Clara. They're standing pretty strongly there. And, you know, if anything can happen. In the last couple of weeks here, anything can happen. Yeah. Maybe Ryan says, I love you. Maybe Brianna and Vincent have trouble. Maybe I want to put someone in the new number one spot. <laughs> yeah, right. Anything can happen. Anything. You're right. Um, now, we're keeping this shorter this week because of the nature of everything. And we also, this is the week that Unmatchables has started, which is a new Married at First Sight show. And... Not sure if you watched it last night, but <laughs> there was much to chortle about. It's completely different format. You get invested in a different way. Like you're not following the same couples. Yeah. So we're going to just try our hand and talking a little bit about it and putting out another episode for Unmatchable specifically. Can't guarantee you it's going to be great or consistent, but it, we're going to start It'll probably trying. change your life. Okay, that's a big claim to make when we haven't recorded it yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> Give it a go. <laughs> Give it a go. We'll let you know when that's dropping. Personally, it was a relief, though, after the toil of what Mathis has become to just have something so low stakes and just laugh, laugh, laugh. Uh, Unmatchables was pretty funny. So that pod's coming out soon. Keep your eyes out. As always, like, subscribe, follow. Rate us at Till Death Do Us Recap on the Instagram, and we will talk to you soon. Yeah.